going to be repeating the same situations you're going to have the same fights i mean what are you going to do you're both just going to be out here like banging your heads together for no <laughs> fucking reason i mean why 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 are you even going to do this <laughs> what's up guys hi <laughs> hi hi <laughs> better i don't know <laughs> Better. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. Oh, and I'm Lewis. God, help me. <laughs> we're we're fucking we're having a struggle bus today. Let me tell you, we are having a struggle bus today. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. And to start us off, remember, guys, to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ooh. Perfectly Incapable Podcast. You can send us DMs there. You can also send us emails to hello at perfectlyincapable.com. Um, and as always, you're listening to us somewhere. So please remember to like, rate, review. We appreciate all of that. Tell your friends, put it in your stories. And as always. What are you signing off? Are we quitting already? A podcast yep, is over. So. And as always, make sure. Thanks for listening. He, he, also, he also forgot to tell you about his least favorite social media, which is our Twitter, at Perfin Podcast. God damn it. I all... mm. Don't worry. That's what I'm here for. I like, I'm in charge of like one and a half things. So I like, I remember them in my head. So that that's one of them. I still can't log in. I'm tr- I'm a tr- I'm trying to, but that's I guess that, that that's a that's an off episode question that I'll bring up later. It's only to retweet <laughs> shit, but you know maybe one day it'll it'll be more relevant and I'll actually remember it. Whatever. Like I said, it's the stepchild. <laughs> wow. Ouch. <laughs> he, I mean, he also hates the Facebook page too. So like, it's whatever. I don't he hate the hate Facebook. I just hate Facebook in general. In general. So I'm really happy that. Lewis is running the the Facebook. You guys will probably actually get some quality content there. If I was running it, it would just be quality is a strong word. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what your definition of that is, but uh, we'll try. We'll try. It'll be good. It'll be all right. <laughs> it'll be yeah. It'll be all right. Do you think we should talk about the merch yet? I mean, yeah. It's. I think it's happening. Like now, we've seen some of it. Yeah. It's really cute. FYI. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're ready to quote-unquote launch the store we've got some some cute little things that we're gonna put up for you guys it's on design what is it designed by humans so it's it's a site where we can we can upload designs and and they take care of all of the the producing and and the shipping and everything so it's a pretty easy process but i'm pretty happy with some of the stuff we've got up there got some more stuff planned in the future but Imagine like us trying to like send out orders. Jesus Christ. It would be just I would just have wrapping everywhere and you guys would have like coffee spilled on it or like some toddler art. So it'd be an empty sorry. box. Literally. <laughs> we already know Adam doesn't know how to use the post office, so it's fine. I'm really surprised the stickers came one day. I have I have a package that is supposed to be here and the last time I checked the tracking it said something about contacting the post office to reschedule a delivery and I'm like oh no I'm never gonna get this am I oh, oh no I don't know what that looks like <laughs> even as a post office what's a stamp oh god stamps I haven't used a stamp in forever I know because I got my birthday card three months early in the box uh, so excited about that we're gonna post the the link but I got a couple of the mugs and I think they're super cute I'm they excited about them they are super cute I saw them they look adorable Adorable. I want to get a hoodie. I got. I, well, I guess we should. I guess we should explain the store too. There's like you can have different options of putting the designs on, which are really cool. Like I was looking at one. I don't. I don't know if we're, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. We're just. You'll see. It's a surprise. I don't want to talk about it because okay. it's really. It's really cute. I'm like. I want it in like a Henley. I want it in a hoodie. I want it in a T-shirt. I get all those options. Yeah, it's it's really cool because you can get the designs on on so many different different styles of shirt and whatever. So. Also, it's just another time suck for me because I just sit at my computer designing things. I'm like, ooh, this is cute. This is a good idea. Lewis, what do you think? Lewis, do you like this? I just go, uh huh. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Put it on. Just keep adding it. It's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. you want. It's fine. I just, I just check it. Great. Awesome. I love it. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Keep going. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to get that stuff up and up and launched at the beginning of December. But happy holidays, guys! It's December. Oh 
I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited or not. I think I am. I mentioned last time I chucked out a lot of money for decorations and things. So I think it might actually feel like the holidays this year for me because normally my apartment is not decorated at all. I've got like one decoration up right now. And I was going to say, is any of it up? Well, they're not here yet. Oh, you ordered them, ordered them. Yeah. Oh, right. You don't. He doesn't leave the house to shop. No, I have an Amazon (laughs) credit card. I put all of that shit on there and then it comes in two to five business days. (laughs) And I get so excited. I'm an adult in America. I'm a millennial. I order that shit online. Why would I go out into the world to buy things? (laughs) Who am I? And we wonder why he, he has the problems he does. It's fine. I have problems. I admit them. Because <laughs> you're, you're about to hear about all my problems today, so I hope everyone's ready. Yes, tell me about your problems. So, I'm sorry if I'm a little, like, hashtag low energy or, like, sound a little tired this week. <laughs> so there probably won't be Impossible. as many screams. I know. There won't be as many screams and cackles, or they're going to be very muffled, because we decided to go out last night, me, my friend Mike, and Ryan, who, if you follow the Instagram story, I tag them. I, <laughs> I brought our coos out into the wild yeah you did it was real fun i walked into the straight bar with my with my queer ass koozies and i was like put this shit on so we went out we had fun there were lots of dancing got very drunk there were lots of shots i don't know why there were lots of shots but everyone's like shots there's only three of us like everyone there's only three of us we're both like shots 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 so there's lots of fireball lots of beer lots of cider lots of really awful music and it's that same bar that we go to every time that's like the fucking twilight zone but there's this moment in the night where the, the Whitney Houston song comes on. I get excited. It's um, I want to dance with somebody. I love that. Mm, yes. But there's this song by an artist you all may know named G Easy, <laughs> who uh, I believe was made famous for that song with Britney Spears that he did with did with her. But which I one? I don't really know. Uh, Make me ooh. What? Off of off of glory. Excuse me. Make me ooh. Yeah, it's called Make Me, and then in parentheses ooh. Okay. It's so good. I mean, I mean, when it first came out, we all, I remember we were at work and um, we were all like, more like, make me pregnant. Like, bitch. <laughs> bitch. But there's a song by G-Eazy called No, I think it's called No Limit or No Limits. It's apparently from last year. It has, who is on it? Is it ASAP? And Cardi B. So if you know me, anytime a Cardi B song comes on, I fucking get on the floor and I fucking lose it. So by the time this song comes on, I'm not, I can't clap. I'm not allowed to clap or hit things. By the time this song comes on, I am like four shots in, two beers, two ciders in, and I'm looking at these girls next to me. First of all, let's talk about the girls. It's a group of white girls. They are living their best lives. Their hands are in the air and they're just like shimming it and swirling. They're loving it, living their best life. The table next to them is, I guess, they're like boyfriends or husbands. And the only way to describe them is, as Mike said, the uh, Farmers Meet Farmers group. Like, oh, it literally looks like God. it's a bunch of like older white dudes. It's just like, a congregation of the FFA. Charging. Yes. And they're all just like watching me act a fool. But then we start dancing with their wives and girlfriends. And all of a sudden, oh, look, I can dance now. They all have no rhythm. They all have no rhythm. They have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, if you listen to No Limit, you're going to be like, how did they even? But I decided to look next to me. And there's this girl. She has a big old donk. And I'm like, yes, queen. And she's also wearing these tight, tight blue jeans. So she is, all <laughs> the curves are hugged. All I see all her curves and waves. They're beautiful. <laughs> I'm drunk and I decide, hey, I could do that too. So me and homegirl are like, on the floor, fucking twerk teaming it. And I, that was the best thing ever. I'm very sore today, but my God, did that alcohol give me some goddamn courage. I bet. Let me tell, let me tell you. And everyone's like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, oh shit. Let's do it. And then fucking junk Ryan. I've, I, I know he's listening right now because he loves us so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> full on call this fucker out. He decided to look at me with his, with his drunk face and goes, wow. <laughs> You're, you're getting real ratchet tonight. And I was like, oh. excuse me. And I looked at him and I was like, one, you want to die. Two, you write. And like, I didn't mean, and like, I didn't want to get that ratchet, but like, I had my witch pants on. I was just loving, I was loving everything that was happening and it was so good. But yeah. Oh, and there was a bartender. She was, she was just like this cute blonde girl. She had a shirt that said, don't text him back. I fucking high fived her ass when I was getting the like third fucking shot. Love like, that. Let's go, girl. Fucking love that. I was like, yes, do not text him back. I think I think she was excited that somebody like agreed with her because like everyone if you look in that bar, 
my god it is a sad sad world and like i love going there because it's like a reminder of what i could have been <laughs> if, if i didn't love myself as is going to uh hometown bars yeah i mean that, and that's the thing like i also went out on blackout wednesday with a person from grade school we went to this little tiny bar it's like a tiny like hole in the wall like old man bar and he invited me out and i was like okay i'll go because he's like oh some people from grade school might come and i was like okay like I joined that book club. Like, I'm going to, I can go be nice for once. I could try. So I get there and I look in there and I'm just like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's real dim. It's like real bleak in here. I did see somebody from high school, though. We didn't, we didn't actually like say anything, but we made eyes and acknowledge each other. <laughs> so I was like, all right, nice. Cool. High five. Move cool. on. Yeah. I was like, all right, awesome. I see you. You see me. But I mean, like, as I was saying before, like I went out for Blackout Wednesday with a guy from grade school and I joined that book club with people from grade school again. Mm-hmm. So that's been like 14 years that I have not seen any, any of these people. So like, here's my here's my segue into today's uh, <laughs> episode. It's about like second chances and mm-hmm. like meeting again later on in life. We can talk friendship and romance, I guess. Yeah. If that's I mean, your tea. Because I tied everything in together because I'm a mixed bag of crazy. So get ready. Yeah, we're talking about second chances today, and on my behalf, it was more towards relationships. I don't know, Lewis might have some uh, some friendship shit. Should you should you try and give someone a second chance? When is it worth it? And how do you even go about that? Because that's that's such a we we all get hung up on exes, but when do you know when you should try and give it another shot, and when you should just call it quits? The first point that we want to talk about today is why do we do this? Why do we try and even give someone a second chance? Overall, it depends on the situation, but I tend to be here for them. I like to give someone a second chance. And you know what's great about a second chance? (laughs) What could possibly be? You already know each other. Like, and I'm going to use a gay relationship specifically as an example right now. Bottom, top. You you already have those those things in place. Like you don't have to question these things. Like, is he into fisting? You already know. You already know. There we go. There's there's a fisting yeah, count. Whoever's gotta... counting at home, first one of the day. There it is. In the there case with uh one of my exes, this would have been nice to know. He he did not, in fact, like to bottom, which would have been nice to know eight months prior to us breaking up that he didn't actually enjoy having sex with me the entire time. Like Eight months later, I found out while he was breaking up with me that he did not like the bottom. Cool, cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. That would have been nice to know. Usually, like, you're you're giving someone a second chance that you've been with, and you guys know each other, so you, you've got some situations where this can be a good thing. It's easier than starting over again. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's like the biggest thing there is it's so, it's so easy, but you also walk that line of being complacent, mm-hmm. which I know is, like, a huge is a huge talking point for this for this episode yeah for sure but it because it's easy like it's so hard to start over again like going to ground zero like after you're done and you're already like processing so many emotions and then you're like what did i do wrong was it me and then you guys if you guys don't just have a full-on like break and you guys are like secretly texting or like oh hey i miss you i thought of you like it's easy to go back to them but you have to ask yourself why did we break up in the first place and is it a good idea to go back and I will tell you right now, I, I'm the proponent here that's like, hell no. <laughs> I'm very big on no second chances ever. I know I know that there are exceptions to every rule and there have been successful. Mm-hmm. So do not at me. Do not send me DMs. I don't want to hear it. I acknowledge I that this. it happens. But I personally do not. Nine times out of ten, I don't do it. I think I've said on the podcast there is one guy that like I do still talk to every so often. And it's like we went from like a full on relationship into friends. But the way I see these type of relationships and things, especially second chances, is if you go back, I don't I feel I feel like the initial flame or the initial emotions that were there that you felt so strong can never really go back to that caliber. Oh, wow. So here's where Mm -hmm. I here's here's the story that I've been thinking about when I said friends a couple a couple years ago. He's he's listening to and I feel bad saying this. I'm going to warn him before this happens. So sorry, bud. (laughs) Uh, My one of my best friends, we were we were best friends since high school. And so he ended up dating someone that I didn't like. And the person was just bad in general. And then it, it eventually did get into a really bad place with them. And it spiraled out of control. But this guy like drove a wedge between us and we became not friends because I told him, I was like, 
I'm glad you broke up with him, but like, you cannot go back to him. Like that is not, he's not a good person. It's not good. Don't do it. He's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the the ex-boyfriend ended up tech, like messaging me one day and was like, hey, F, because he got mad at him. And he was like, hey, FYI, we're still dating. And you guys know that like lying is my biggest, biggest pet peeve. So, the f- and so your friend was lying to you. They yeah, were still my seeing best each friend other. was lying to me about it. They were still seeing each oh, other. Oh, wow. And, and so the guy went out of his way to message you? He ended up saying that because he got mad at him. And so he messaged me and I didn't even think about it. I like closed his message and I texted my best friend. And I was like, listen, I was like, you lied to me. I was like, we're done. I don't ever want to see you again. The, to your and friend? So, yeah. So the, this guy, he told me he's not dating, whatever. But then they were secretly dating behind my back. And so, but tied everyone's back, to be honest, because nobody liked this guy. Okay. So that this guy and him are dating, and then the guy got mad at my friend, and so he messaged me and said, hey, I'm mad at him right now, he's a snake, whatever this, and we're also still kind of dating, like, he's been lying to you. And, like, pulled out re- literal receipts, like, pictures, and sending them to me, and I flew into a fury, and that's why I told my friend, I was like, I'm done I cannot do this with you. Oh, my God. So I didn't talk to my best friend for a year and a half. Um, And then we happened to run into each other at a Panic! at the Disco concert. And we were in line and one of our friends goes, hey, isn't that him? And I was like, I turned and I was like, oh, my God, that is. And then he was dating somebody else, somebody new at the time. And so I met this new boyfriend and him again. And so then, like, after that day, like, we started talking, and then that was, that was me giving a second chance. And, like, even still now, we're still really great friends again. And I don't want to say that we're not, like, that's why, that's why, like, I was hesitant about saying this. Like, I don't want to say that we're not best friends anymore, but, like, there's still that, like, air sometimes that I think we both feel. Yeah. And, like, it's such a weird motion of it so that's why like i'm always hesitant about second chances because i know it's not going to be the same if that makes sense it does that's that was that was a little bit of a twist that i did not expect plot plot twist bitch there's there's also gonna be a second one so get ready for that later but like that was that's one of my second chances for things and like that's why i have such a hard time with it and then relationship wise my father like i have such a i have such a rocky relationship with him but like since the holidays are around we have to like see each other more and like we finally sat down together and like i was we were just chatting like old times and it was like i I don't know like something clicked in my head and i was like wow i really understand why i am the way i am and like i think about um because i was doing the notes i was doing the notes for this so i'm sitting there like i was like literally just scribbling like animals on the paper like i wasn't actually doing my notes but uh (laughs) i was sitting there and we were just talking and then i was like holy shit i get why i am the way i am so i just started like writing this whole like fucking epiphany on this paper that i've turned into bullets now but it was like but it's like my dad always like instilled in me like we don't get along well but he always instilled in me like hard working and don't settle Mm -hmm. especially and don't put your time into something that like you know was bad for you yeah so like going into that i was like you're right i'm like you're right and i'm like maybe that's why i don't do that because i don't want to be complacent i never want to settle and then that brought into my head my last relationship we like broke up at the we, when we broke up we didn't talk for a few days and then he texted me we were like hey like sorry that went down the way it did but he's like he said he said something that, that like always has stuck with me and i i hated it for so long but he said i honor our memory together like i honor our time together and i was like and at the time i was mad so i'm like fuck you fuck this i don't honor anything i don't fight and learn fucking anything from you because <laughs> i'm fucking angry but then, like, as time went through, I was like, holy shit. I was like, this guy actually taught me a lot about myself, about my worth, like, about a bunch of different things. And then that mm-hmm. led into me, like, thinking about other exes. There's always an opportunity for that second chance to happen with an ex. Unless they, like, cheated on you, like, kick, like kicked your dog, whatever. Like, there are times where you can easily just go back into it. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, I, I think I don't go back because I do want to honor that memory. And, like, I do think about, like, what have I learned that can make me be a better person? And then maybe Mm -hmm. one day, like, date somebody and make that person a better person. Like, I want to pass that on to somebody else. Like, I want to have that. And I think the the one thing that we all can, like, pop culture relate to right now is that Ariana Grande song, Thank You, Next. (laughs) Yeah. And because that's literally the embodiment of it. She starts with saying, like, hey, I learned this, this, and this from my exes. And Mm -hmm. then the second, the whole second verse is... 
I found somebody else and it's myself because she like instilled that stuff into her and she's like moving on and being a better person and loving herself. So that for me is like why second chances don't always work for me. I don't necessarily see them as bad or good. Yeah. But I know I won't do it because I kind of just want to put that book on the shelf and say that part is done. I'm cool to move on. But like I get that some people take that book back off because maybe it's their favorite or maybe they were like, oh, I didn't like it back then, but I like it now. You know, well, that's the thing. Not not everyone ever puts the book back on the shelf. Not everyone ever even gets to that point. It's just on the table now. Yeah, it's, in it, your it's still it's in your fucking purse. in their fucking lap. And so, <laughs> I mean, we all want to be given a, a second chance. We want to be able to like have a do over, whether that's in a in a relationship and a platonic relationship at at work, a homework assignment, a, f- a fucking like pizza buffet. <laughs> we we want we want another go around. We want to do it again. But like, I also want to be held accountable for that. Like, you know, like, I don't want you like, I don't want you to hold a grudge, which I know that kind of sounds like when I say no second chances. It's like I'm holding on a grudge, but I'm not. I just want to hold you, me, whoever, like accountable for that, for stuff that's happened. And like, it's hard for me to forget that for a second chance because there's always like I know you're supposed to forgive and forget but like there's always that thing in my mind and I grew up in the paramore mm-hmm. uh, age where she said once a whore you're nothing more sorry that'll never change Oof. and like I know that's hard to say like people don't change but I don't know if they fully change but I think they can be better and I think I said that in like the the, the fucking fuckboy uh, episode I'm, yeah. like, I'm not gonna say you're gonna change but I think you can be better. Like, you can elevate yourself to not... Like you'll still have the tendencies yeah. of those things. And, like, I think, like, the fuck-ups, whatever, we all have tendencies. And that's what I think growing up is, is, like, realizing that you have those tendencies and seeing them in other people and being held accountable for it, whether it's yourself or somebody else. Like, you have to be on it. Like, you have to see yourself and see that other person and be like, okay, we do know each other, but are these tendencies going to make or break this whole thing? Yeah. You definitely need to be able to to create that that list for yourself and figure out what are going to be exceptions or what are going to going to be things that make or break the situation for you. And so essentially compile a list of things that are you're not going to be able to to move past. So I agree. Like, I do agree that it's very situational. And like when you're deciding about a second chance, like I said, like you, you know your tendencies and like you said you know your breaking points but i think a big part of it is open communication and if you're going to go in this again for round two you really need to sit down like literally sit down face to face and be like let's talk this out and if prehand you need to sit down and like actually write shit out be like yeah here's what i want here is how i am here are basically like my non-negotiables like this is who i am what i want like can we somehow make it work and the other person has to do it too like you have to have that communication to be like here's what broke us apart can we move through it will this make something constructive because we clearly made something destructive so you need to you need to fully be ready to acknowledge yourself they need to be ready to acknowledge themselves and you both need to be able to acknowledge each other and like you have to see if that's going to work in the end. Because if not, you're going to just go in the merry-go-round again and just straight up make the same mistakes or it might spiral out into something way worse. And one of you will leave, or both of you will leave battered and bruised worse than you were before. TBH. Yeah, if if you're a person that's still bitter about something that happened and you're you're not able to let that go, then a second chance is not going to work for for either of you. It's it's never going to go anywhere. You, you're never going to be able to uh, repair that foundation, rebuild that foundation, and you're just going to go in circles. And so one of the things that you do need to recognize is if these are tendencies, if these are patterns that this person is going to repeat. So if this is something, if this is something that the person is just is is not working on is is not willing to work on is not going to work on then it's it's definitely not a situation where you're you're going to be able to to move forward because you're just you're going to be repeating the same situations you're going to have the same fights i mean what are you going to do you're both just going to be out here like banging your heads together for no <laughs> fucking reason i mean why 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 are well, you going to do that, this like, I, i'll never forget that you sent me this meme and i have it in my notes because it's like my, one of my favorite things um it was, I think it was like a tweet and it said, do you, do you go back outside and check on, check, check on the trash <laughs> after you throw it out? Yes. And I was like, no, you don't bitch Mm-mm. because that's dirty. There, 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 now, now there could be raccoons inside. 
you can get hurt. You can get hurt again. You can not get only, hurt again. Not only is there garbage, but now there's wild animals. <laughs> but there's that. But there's that one. What was the other one? I have two more written down. Let me see if I can read my notes. Oh, and the second one. <laughs> the second one, especially like I think this one really relates to like if you're if you haven't done any sort of like communication or prep yourself to like get ready for round two. It's that it's that one of like the clouds and it was like me 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 running back to my ex for the ninth ninth time or whatever and it's like <laughs> a person like painted like a clown like that one is another one that I that's why I've always been like no second chances no no capes so there's that one and then my friend <laughs> just to put you guys in the holiday spirit uh one of my friends posted something i'm sure he like stole it but it said it said let the children believe in santa after all so some of you still believe your man's gonna change <laughs> And I was like, right. Fair, fair. You right, call him out, call him out, call him out. Well, and I guess uh, one of the situations we we should also talk about is if you are trying to go back into a situation with someone who is currently in a relationship or, uh, you know, ending <laughs> a relationship, you that that's a situation where you should definitely be on guard with because if if they're seeing someone and they're texting you it's it's probably because you were the last person that they had a connection with you were the last one that that they were with before they were having whatever issues and problems they're having with or second guessing these doubts in their current relationship so they're just thinking back on and on when they were with you and it's it could be a little bit of a red flag and a situation where you you probably need to like take a second because they're not necessarily like they're they're definitely not respecting the relationship they're in and they're not necessarily giving the full respect to the prospect of a second relationship or a second attempt with you don't text him back yeah. <laughs> again i'm gonna say it louder for the third time today don't text him back say it for the people in the back i'm literally gonna turn to mail streep in that gif don't text him <laughs> back don't fucking do it but it is different if someone is telling you that if someone's telling you that they can live without you but they don't want to ew what do you mean ew what's worse what do you mean what's fuck you okay you can <laughs> fuck off if someone is telling you they can live without you but they don't want to that is a person that is worth your time lewis has differing opinions we'll go to that in a second that's completely different from someone that's like oh my god i can't live without you like i just have to have you in my life like no fuck you you're full of shit i don't know i like i said this topic is hard for me yeah because there are so there's just been so many different like it's situational and i feel like every situation that i've had has been so extreme Mm -hmm. so there hasn't been like a good one where i can separate that and to me being like hey i can live without you but i don't want to that just seems contradictory to me because if you can't live without me then don't then go ahead so really? I'm not, so I'm not worth your time, is what you're telling me originally. Because you're starting off with the negative. Why? Why do you think that's the negative? Because I can live without you. That means you can and will. And I'm like, all right, well, go ahead. Like, you're the one coming at me saying these things. Why? How do you think that makes me feel? If there is someone that comes to me and they're like, I can live my life without another person. Oh, I can live my life. I thought you just meant you in general. Like, you as a person. No, that's well, that's my whole M.O. Like, I, I want to be happy by myself. And like, I don't need a partner to do that. This that's that's what I'm trying to okay. say. OK, now it now it makes sense. And now we're on the right page. OK, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like there's someone that's like, I could live without you. OK, I thought I thought it was in the terms of a second chance being like, hey, like as a per- from a person to person, so that's why I was like, it's starting off real negative, being like, I could live without you, and sounds a little arrogant, but I want to right. keep you around. So okay, that's why that's I was fair. like, ew. That's why I was like, ew, no. I'm like, <laughs> ew, like, that, that's no. worse than that's worse than somebody being like, I fucking love you. Like I'd rather have that. Believe me. No, then that makes sense then. And like and like honestly, that should be your mentality going into everything. Like if you're again, if you're not happy with yourself and you're looking for a partner again, yeah. and I'm going to fucking hammer it into this podcast every goddamn time, that person needs to compliment you. That's why second chances to me get a little crazy because our paths have clearly diverged. And so maybe if we meet around the second time, I don't know. And I don't sometimes believe that our paths are going to be at a crossing point. It might be like a traffic bridge where they move above each other or below each other. Mm-hmm. We're still passing each other and saying, Hey girl, like from the from the car, but 
that's about it for me. Because again, we're not on that same path. And that path, those paths that we've taken so far, we're completely different people. And maybe, and like, and like I said, like in the success stories that happen, like maybe that's what it happened. Maybe these crosswords do happen. For me, it hasn't. So that's why I don't want to be like, it's never going to happen. But for me, I wish I, I need to keep putting that disclaimer in. For me, you're really good at it. For me, though, like I, my paths never cross right. anything anymore. Like I've never, I haven't had that. And I keep doing these hand motions of crossing. But um, I've never <laughs> had that. So I don't know for me if it can happen or if it does happen. So that's why I'm so like, eh. Right. Eh. That's fair. Thanks. I'm, I'm so glad you, you, you accept my, my, my differing opinion. <laughs> All right. So when is it love and when is it complacency? And so sometimes I think we get comfortable and when it's over, that's what we miss. We just miss the person and you need to be able to recognize when you truly love someone and when it could just be a comfortable situation. And I think that's where we we really start to to get ourselves in a bind because we don't know where to draw the line. We don't know when it's when it's actually we miss this person. We love this person. And when it's just comfort. I mean, I think that, I think that's like the one quote. It's like, like you get so blinded by love. Like, Ooh, yeah. Happen. And like, I, again, like I hate, like I hate harping back to all my old relationships, but I'm going to take that book off the shelf again. I remember when we broke up one time, what one time, the only time, uh, we, he wasn't, we weren't, we weren't, we were supposed to talk the next day, but I was like, listen, if you're going to break up with me, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you want to call me? We can do it now. Call me, text me. Like, just tell me the truth at this point. Because we were already on the rocks for months, like months. We were approaching our one year and we were just the pet, like those last two to three months, like a lot happened in his life that he wasn't communicating with me and I didn't know. But I was still, again, being complacent because I wanted, I wanted to feel that love again. Like I was like, I have a boyfriend. I love him so much. Like we're so in love. He's ignoring me doing X, Y, and Z, but he's ignoring me but i'm like oh but i love him like i was overlooking all of these things and i remember him telling me at one thing he's like you never listen and i was mm. like i was like well you'd have to communicate with me to listen blah 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 but then like looking back on it like reflecting on it just this past week i was like you're right i didn't listen like you were quiet for a reason mm. and like those were your tendencies to do that and you said you weren't saying it but you said a lot and that's why like i will always remember uh, if you've ever played a, a Telltale video game, they give you the option to just stay silent, and like, and it always says like, silence is always is always an answer. Mm-hmm. And I think not saying things can always like speak volumes. Like, and like I, looking back on it, like I never thought like that was his way of coping with it. And he told me that later on, and he was just like, "Listen, he's like, that's I just shut down. Like I can't." And I'm knowing me as a very like crazy communicative person i want to do this and like in my line of work i have to i have to be able to communicate yeah to get my job done so i'm always like you need to tell me you need to tell me he's like well i can't do that like i'm not like that and so for me looking back on it now like if we would go a second round if at that option was ever put back on the table i don't think i could because really yeah because we're two different people and even if he is in a better place in his life those tendencies and the way he is like if you shut down like, if I'm not physically in front of you, I need to be like, hey, boot yourself back up. And, like, ours was a long-distance thing, so it's like we didn't see each other. So I couldn't, like, show up and be like, hey, look at me. Like, that's why I think, like, it had to be very – it's very situational. So, like, we'd have to be in the same room to mm-hmm. do that. That could that could be a complimentary, like, attributes for dating. But the way – but all that was said and all that was done, like, in that situation, like, I can't take that back. Like, we can't take that back and be like, okay – like we just said, like he said some mean things and I was like, okay, fine. But here's the one thing I'm going to say that was just devastating. But like, I don't think like we could, like, and that's why second chances for me are hard. Like I can't, and like love and complacency, like it's such a fine line. Like it's such a fine line to walk and you have to know that. And there was a time in my life where I was like, I'll just settle, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm just going to settle for money for whatever. Like I could have, I could have done that. And I, and I look back, and everyone's like, well, why didn't you do it? Like, the situation you're in now, like, I'm supporting my family and all that stuff. They're like, that could have helped so much. And I was like, well, I don't want to be complacent. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to ever tell me how, what to do. And, like, yeah, I know he wouldn't. He would never have done that. 
but I also want to like, it's just me being again, those things that my father like instilled in me, like I'm a hard worker and I want to, I want to reciprocate that. And I don't want to have like just this complacent, like, Oh, we're just together for this X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't like, I don't want to live that life. You know, when someone's coming back into your life because they miss you, they want to see you. Well, and they accept all that weird shit that you do. Like, and that's the thing. It's, like that's the thing like complacent on love like you have to love all their good and their bad but you don't also don't have to accept it like i think yeah. that's where when you're accepting those bad behaviors like hey they might like leave their shoes by somewhere random or leave their shirt somewhere like that's just a bad habit yeah it's nothing you're not accepting like verbal abuse physical abuse yeah. any of that like those things those are the things you need to watch out it's the damaging things. Oh yeah. Again, you want to be constructive and not destructive. So I 100%. think that's where that's where the love and complacency is. Like you love all their bad. Well, their bad can't be awful and like genocide. Like let's not do that. Yeah. Racism. Goodbye, sir or madams. Leave me, please. So like I think that's that's like the big that's like a big telling point of love and complacency. For sure. Because I know that I have been the perpetrator of just fucking blindly falling in love and just blindly just going with whatever and just being like it's because it's just because it's just like the way they are but like i feel like now i'm in the place where i'm like no i'm like you're having a destructive problem you're being gross like stop and if you have a strong foundation with someone you can build anything you can you have a lot to go on and you have a lot to build on but you have to be able to define for yourself what's egregious enough to rock that foundation and you you have to be able to define like what are the things that are non-negotiables what can we not work past and so you you have to have that list for yourself so it's like everything we've just been saying like you have to know you have to know yourself you have to know the other person like anything can knock down your little house of cards anything any little thing and i think that's what people are not ready for in just the first go around is like you just sometimes people just rush into it and you're like oh i just like you you like me let's do this but then like down the line you're like oh my god this person's actually insane (laughs) so so it's hard to like like and then you go to the second chance you're like do i want to go back to the psycho person do i like these are the good things i think people just fall in love with memories Mm -hmm. and that's such a big thing is you fall in love with memories you fall in love with emotions and like last week we were talking about Adam's mom and this is and the the labels this is this is significant. And I found an article that was talking about um like why like why that brain exercise works. Mm-hmm. And it's because it activates different parts of your brain. And so you feel all these type of ways. So like you can look at this person's picture and be like, "Oh, hey, I remember them. Maybe I should send them a text." But then you have to sit there and be like, "Listen, sister, what how, why the fuck did you break up first of all yeah oh right he's actually an, an, an emotional abuser hold on let's not talk him talk to him put that mm-hmm. picture book on the shelf like memory like memories and feelings are just such a hard thing and, un- and unless you can regulate that or have someone to talk through those things and be like hey let me get back to my senses here you might fall in the trap of you doing that second chance but it's not good because you didn't fully think it out oh yeah and actions speak louder than words. So if you're if you've decided to give someone this the second chance, the second go around, it's it's going to all be about how they're going about things. What are they doing? Are they doing the same things over and over? Are they reacting differently towards the same situations or are they just reacting the same? Like if they're doing the same things over and over that then you might you might be dating a fuckboy. Please, please, please consult episode, what was it, like three? You might be, you might be dating a fuckboy. You really might. No, I mean, that, I mean that's, that's true. Like, and that's another big proponent. Like I said, like, again, having, having conversations with my dad, who would have thought I would have had daddy issues? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> like, actions do speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's been a big proponent of these second chances for me. Oh, yeah. Especially the friendships. Like I said, like, my best friend and I, like, we didn't talk for a year and a half. Like, that was one of the hardest times in my life, hands down. Like, maybe the second hardest. Because mm-hmm. that was, like, someone I, like, grew up with and then gone. So, I get, like, it could relate to relationships because, like, if you had the same thing, like, you kind of fall back into that pattern. Unless they are actively, like, proactively out there trying to change and be a better person. No. Do not go back. Oh, yeah. Because, again, because, like, like I said, 
they're gonna be fuckboys. So you can try to rehabilitate one. Let me tell you, I got a few. It's very, it's a very hard, long process, but you can get through it. And like, you accept, you accept that who they are. And like, if you see that someone is trying, I would say, uh, I'm always hesitant, but I'll say, okay, you could think about a second chance. But I, but I agree. Actions speak louder than words. Out of my favorite Danny Kane song, Damaged. I fucking like I fucking love that song, but I I need to see you trying. Oh or yeah, else I'm done. And and, I, and that's probably the teacher in me too, being like, I need to see you act better if you want to come <laughs> back to my fucking lunch table. Okay, <laughs> I I need to see you put the, put those hands away mm-hmm. and stop stop assaulting your friend. And it's the same thing. Like if you want a second chance, you better not fuck. You better fucking come correct with a tone, sir, ma'am. Do not. So I agree. Actions do speak louder than words. If you have committed to giving this person another chance, you cannot keep reminding them and berating them of what happened before, whatever it was. You can't just keep bringing up old shit. You have to be willing to let it go and actually be able to move forward and rebuild without just like constantly bringing up everything that went wrong. You save it. You save it for the big fight. You save it for what you're about to throw down. No. You pull no. that out of your, that, that's your, that's, that's a card in your back pocket. No. Throw that baby out there shut it down win that fight you got it no you have to let it go completely you can't you have to no i'm kidding i know you are you have to let it go completely you have to because if you decide to bring this person back into your life you cannot spend your your existence reminding them of what went wrong and what they did wrong you're just worried about that memory you're feeling that memory that emotion again you don't actually like this person right like you don't like that's not how this works You have to sit down and be like, hey, okay, I have to completely let it go. And for me personally, again, that's a hard one. That is a hard one for Mm -hmm. me because I can't, like, I can't forget. And it's not because I'm just like being awful. My memory, for some reason, I remember (laughs) everything. I fucking remember shit I did when I was like two, which I shouldn't be able to, but I do. And like, I just can't forget that shit. And it's still in the back of my mind, like meeting, like re-meeting my like old friends or re-meeting this. I'm like... Oh, remember in like third grade when you were a shithead? Yeah, that wasn't cool. <laughs> Fuck you. And like I'll remember I'll like randomly remember that in my head as I'm talking, but <laughs> but I but I tried to let it go. Right. And like and like I said, like I've met a few of these people from grade school, high school, whatever, and I've seen them in this new light. Do I necessarily like them still? No. Do I really want to be their friend? Probably not. <laughs> But I'm willing to be like, oh, we're an acquaintance. We see each other. Like, I w- I'm not going to not say hi to you mm-hmm. or not try to hold a conversation with you or relate. And like, I like seeing that the progress they've made throughout their lives. Like, that's a that's a nice thing to see is progress. I like I like a good progression of human decency. So I agree. I like, ugh. like I said, this topic's hard for me. So I'm like, I'm trying not to like be a butt, but like, I'm a butt. <laughs> Well, one of the last pieces of advice that I wanted to give is based off of a conversation with my friend Tabitha, uh, just as you're going through the second chances, as you're uh, trying to rebuild something with someone, don't let yourself become a, a sounding board for their previous relationship. Make sure you're not just sitting around and having them unload all of their problems and all of the issues with with their last relationship on you because that's that's just going to end up becoming a situation where you're your rebound and a lot of people attach themselves to those that are empathetic. And so they, they're going to see that you're, you're a listener and they're just going to be talking about their problems. And it's just going to end up being a situation where you, you're literally only ever getting what went wrong and becoming their therapist. And, and just don't let, don't let it become that situation. I like love that because I'm also a big person that like, you know, I love, energies and things and i feel like people do come around for these second third whatever people just pop back in your life when you yourself are very happy when you're showing yourself at your best like that's why social media is such a dangerous thing now because like you'll be posting like hey i'm in mexico or hey i'm doing a podcast now hey i'm doing this and people just fucking come out of the woodwork and they just want to leech onto that They don't necessarily like you anymore still, especially if it's a romantic thing. Like, they don't want it. They just want to 
either dim your shine with their bullshit mm-hmm. or just be like they just they just want to feel that energy too like I, I they want to feed off of that so they can feel better about themselves and like again that's a, that's like the final piece of my whole no second chances I, again it's not no it's like no with an asterisk so like i've had people just come back into my life just because they see me doing things like the podcast mm-hmm. like the gaming channels just going out and living my life and like dyeing my hair being myself being the whole fucking gene gray phoenix and they've all just come out and been like oh my god miss you love you we should totally hang out and i'm like no you're still a <laughs> shitty person right like i see i see all the things that you do i don't i don't want to but you're in my social media feed because again i'm being nice this is me being nice allowing you to be in my own personal feed um but i'm like i still see that you're a shitty person i see that you're following donald trump i see Oof. that you're like get the I hell see out that of you're here like hating everything and about my life and then you're like lol love your hair hope you win and i'm like get out get out of here so I do feel like people do feed on that. And I'm like, don't do it. Because like, honestly, Cher did not release the song Believe for you guys to go back to your group exes <laughs> and disgusting friends. You need to you need to believe in life after love. OK. Oh, speaking of songs again. Oh, there's another one. I forgot. I was when I was on the way to the bar. Uh, there's a song called Sue Me by <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter. I, I, again, I don't really know who she is. Like I've seen her name before. But it's basically this guy wants to come around for a second chance. And she's like, and I think one of the lines is like, sorry, sorry, I'm looking good in this light. Sorry, I'm wearing your favorite color. Like, sorry, I'm good friends with your friends, but bye, bitch. And I was like, I love that. So I was like, wow, full circle in my life. So that's a good one. <laughs> which, which, by the way, I'm going to just throw this in there now since we're getting near to the end of the segment. We are. Uh, I think I'm going to be curating a playlist mm-hmm. playlists maybe i kind of just want to do it in one because i don't want to have like 90 playlists out there that you could follow i'll have adam set up the spotify one and i'll do the itunes the apple one but i want to kind of have songs for you guys to like go listen to that relate to the podcast or songs that i just randomly bring up like i said damaged what a great song amazing talk about a second chance song that could end up horribly but there's like those, I want to put the Sabrina Carpenter one, the share, share believe, like I want to put them all in and I'm going to try to put them in every episode release time. So there'll be between three to five songs. So by the time this releases, I might have it up. So follow all the socials to see if it's there, or maybe I'll make it Facebook exclusive. Who knows? Just because <laughs> it's easiest to post there. I've been to that. But yeah, so stay on the lookout for that, y'all. Making it <laughs> relatable. I'm being even more relatable. Well, on that note, we are going to start wrapping it up and we have a final segment. We wanted to... What a bonus. <laughs> what a bonus as we're going into Christmas season, y'all. we Holiday we wanted- <laughs> season, Adam. Not everyone celebrates Christmas, you butt. I, just, we're going. I also just want I also just want to point out that like we're doing a holiday episode and he specifically told me I wasn't allowed to call it Christmas. I know. So I just want to put that I as put we're that going into the holidays, y'all, you asshole. We wanted to do just a little uh, segment going into December and just, you know, talk a little bit about gifts. And as you start to go into the holidays with a significant other or meeting their families, whatever, some of the things that, you know, you, you do to meet them and gift wise. So. Well, I mean, the whole thing was like, we were going to put this in the holiday episode, but I feel like it was kind of a a short thing anyway. So Adam was like, hey, let's do it today. I'm like, all right, let's fucking do it. Oh, yeah. So that that was the other thing. We're going to have we're going to have a full blown holiday episode that Lewis has planned. And And there's going to be a special guest and everything. It's so exciting. We did want to talk a little bit about, you know, (laughs) buying some gifts for significant others, but also buying gifts for families. And if you're (gasps) if you're going home for the holidays with a significant other, like what do you do when you're meeting the family? So Lewis takes off. Oh, my God. Okay, so again, I've I haven't had the situation, so I don't know how it goes. But from what I would from what I would do if I was in this precarious situation like obviously oh no i did date somebody for christmas that's a lie but again it was long distance i think i sent him what did i send him it was really cute i'm not gonna lie 
I bought him a garnet from Steven Universe pop figure because we always said that we were like Ruby and Sapphire and we'd like turn into cool garnets. We're together. It was really cute. It was all cute and shit. Um, it was all cute and shit. I got him some book from a game he loved and some candies he loved, whatever. All, all of our personal favorite things I sent to him. It was adorable. Um, so I think like always, you always have to remember what your friends like. Mm-hmm. And for me, because I'm, I'm insane at the holidays. So like I take a, me- I told you my memory's insane. So I take like a mental stock of what people say they like and I just hold it in the back of my head. And then the holidays come around and I spend way too much money. So if you're my friend, I spend way too much money on you. So be nice to me. I love doing that shit for everyone. And then for families, I feel like, well, you have to be careful because like what if they don't drink? But like a bottle of wine seems to be like the standard or like some sort of like cute decor but like it can't be something that's like obnoxious and doesn't go with anything it has to be very neutral like i thought a wine rack would be fun done that kind of shit or you could buy like a kitschy christmas bullshit with the wine like a sign like a cute sign not silverware but like serving stuff like a tray that would be so ah coasters make coasters I fucking love the holidays. Like, you have no idea. I go all fucking out. You have to find out a little bit of details beforehand, uh, before meeting the family, because you don't you don't want to bring a bottle of wine if they're fucking sober oh, yeah, or definitely. something. Um, but you could bring, you could maybe bring wine. You could bring some flowers. That would be a really nice, simple gesture. Oh, I love flowers, too. Yeah, flowers, flowers and wine or a bubbly. I think those are... Uh, I think those are always safe bets. I, I mean, I would obviously go with a bottle of wine. <laughs> Everyone's just a raging alcoholic. Everyone's drunk all the time yeah. is Adam's ideal world. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like another big thing would be like, you could make food. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. And let's just, let me just preface this too. If you're going anywhere this holiday season or even outside of the holiday season ever, please bring something. Like, you need to bring some sort of gift. Even I mean, it's so? one thing if it's like a, I think so. That's how I was raised. Okay. If you go to someone's home, you bring something. All right. Whether it's a tiny cake or again that bubbly, whatever you fucking bring it. Like that is that is the that was the manners and the hospitality that I was taught. You bring something. All right. Especially especially for the host or hostess, like you have to. Yeah. They're inviting you into their home. How could you not? But I mean, but it's but it's also one thing if it's just like you and your friends like having a. We're, we're, I know we're gonna have our like annual Christmas party where shit gets. It's like the fucking Twilight Zone again. Like, it's that bar, like, but tenfold. That's just, like, BYOB. That's fine. But, like, if you're going to someone's house, especially if it's, like, your friend's parents or something, or if it's just, like, an acquaintance, like, bring something, at least. Like, a consumable, even. That's fine. Just try. Fucking try, okay? That, that That's the biggest advice we could ever give you at this podcast. Just fucking try. Just try a little bit. Just try a little bit. <laughs> just try a little bit. I'm not, I'm not asking for a lot here. Not asking for a lot. Like I said, I come back every week. I'm not asking for a lot. <laughs> I clearly am. Uh, I clearly can just take the bare minimum. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys are excited for our holiday season, our holiday episode. It's gonna be so fun. Oh, there's uh, there's also more surprises in the holiday episode too. I can't wait. We're very excited. Ooh, I can't wait to tell you. I'm yeah. so excited. Consensus is bring a gift and we'll cover a little bit more during the holiday episode, but we wanted to leave you guys with a few things and we'll talk a little bit more about holidays as the the weeks progress, but yeah, take a fucking gift. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. We wrapped up today's episode and thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. Remember to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. Uh, You can slide into our DMs on either of those or send us an email. Hello at perfectlyincapable.com and as always you're listening to us somewhere so please rate review subscribe follow tell your friends and also make sure you tweet us at at perfect podcast on twitter and twitter (laughs) oh my god it's so good (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening have a great week bye guys see you next time (laughs) 